Hey, before this episode starts, um, just wanted to let you guys know that I do have, um, a website that you can ask questions on. It's curiouscat.qa slash swanbear. You can ask me questions, send me some topics to talk about, um, tell me your honest opinion on things. I would love to hear more of your voices, and... I also wanted to acknowledge that there is a lot of people listening, which makes me super happy. So I thank you guys so much for loving this content, loving my podcast. Also, if there's anything that you want me want to tell me to improve on or anything that you want me to cover, please feel free to leave a message in the Dropbox. I would really appreciate that. And also, um, I just hope that you guys enjoy Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Swan Speaks, where I basically get to talk about a lot of different things. Um, today's gonna be quite a weird episode because I don't really expose too much of my private life. Like, the only time I did was, um, actually quite a while ago, my recent episodes, I talked about a little bit of my childhood and my friendship drama, but... You know that's the basics really i feel like i'm gonna be referencing that referencing that quite some time and quite some time on my um newer episodes but this one is going to be a lot different because <laughs> this time i'm going to be talking about my love life honestly i won't really get too like deep in detail about this but i feel like this it's really important to relate to the topic that I will be talking about, which is the black female hopeless romantic. This is a group that doesn't get much shed light on, or you hear about it once in a while, but it's not really like you know that big of a deal because like it's not really um it's not really popular in media. We know about oh the careless hopeless romantic trope from everywhere just basically anybody who is loving the movie style type of romance the casual guy asks the girl out um go on dates etc perfect romance we already know about that but the reason why i specify black and black female is because i feel like black women and i know that there are other pocs who probably might feel the same way but black women specifically go through a a different type just like a different um a different tackle in romance and what i mean by that is that black women specifically in in romance tropes and everything are often pushed as least desirable are often picked last and it's really sad to still see that those type of tropes that were set back in like the 1800s or like the 60s and whatever still get played today i know now that like i'm not gonna like fall into that narrative where people want black women to be insecure or whatever and i'm trying my best to be strong from that and like see a positive hope in the future however with like social media like tiktok instagram and twitter you see a lot of black women haters and it's becoming so prevalent now in society to just not only just like um 
dudes, but like women criticizing black women, critiquing them as least desirable, and it's just a mess overall. And I do, I gotta say, there are times where I personally feel affected by these things and often see myself as least desirable because of my skin type that I don't think about love life. I don't think about love. I don't think about, you know, like marriage or having kids or who I'm gonna, who am I gonna end up with. And it's really sad to like, um, think about all that stuff and everything. You know, other people other races um of women of men they don't really think about that to the full aspect they think about who are they gonna date next what type of race they're gonna date which i'm gonna have a topic on that racial preferences because that's that's just another subject but they think about you know the little things like oh um what personality i will date or um just like what's their zodiac sign like that but black women have to figure out if the person that they're dating or the person that they want to date do they even like black women and that's sad (laughs) now even though that black women face through all these hardships it can become hard to imagine just like a basic love life or dating aspect as a black teenager because seeing that, you know, our our sisters, our queens out there are still, like, going through struggles with their dang life, it kind of makes you think, damn, will this even happen to me? <laughs> I am currently about to be a high school senior. I've never had one specific romantic interaction, like, ever. I, I can't think of anything that I've had in my life like is that a concern or i guess the one quote unquote romantic thing that's ever happened to me was back in like um fourth grade where this dude kept picking me for heads up seven up but i don't really know if that (laughs) i don't really know if that counts to be honest but like just like a one-on-one interaction or a dude I don't know, complimenting the way I look or something? Nah, I don't think that's ever happened to me. Don't get me wrong, male del- validation isn't, like, really, like, needed in this case. Like, it's not that important. But I'm just trying to, you know, separate that from, like, just, like, romantic experience in general. Like, I am, I don't know, I am a straight woman and I haven't had a single romantic gesture made to me. Like, I feel like that's really concerning, but okay. <laughs> the reason why I feel like that's concerning is because, you know, in my um, teen age era, I hear a lot about romantic gestures and romantic, um, just like events happening to a lot of the people that I know or the people around me. For instance, um, I know one couple has had their like five year anniversary which means that they met in seventh grade and they've been dating since then and like I know a lot of couples go on dates and stuff a lot of my close friends or friends that I consider like you know we have like some type of bond a lot of them are getting axed out and getting booed up and (laughs) here I am (laughs) just like sitting there like oh yeah oh yeah for sure um yeah, you go at it. 
which is also kind of funny because I I end up being the one giving the most relationship advice when I haven't been in a relationship at all. But I mean, I guess I do go off of my advice, but it's just like kind of concerning. Like I'm still here and everybody's getting booed up. But yeah, that's just the moral of the summary. Um, I guess I kind of do consider myself as a hopeless romantic, and I guess that's probably why I'm still stuck the way I am, because I am not that confident to, like, go up to a dude and ask him out or go crazy like that. <laughs> like, I wish I was, but I'm not. And I'm not that loud. Like, obviously, that's been um, made apparent. I'm not a loud person, very quiet, and I don't know, I guess I was expecting in high school this whole Wattpad Harry Styles fanfic moment where I would bump into this punk dude or this dude, like, I don't really care, and who's, like, tall and, like, crazy, crazy tall, I don't even care about the height, but, like, still... Um, playing this into perspective, some dude that looks like Harry Styles, and, like, we bump into each other, and I drop all my books, and he picks it up for me, and like, we make eye contact. Like, I was expecting that <laughs> in high school. That shit didn't happen. It did not happen. And I guess I was really bitter from that, but, like, honestly, I guess it's just a um, hopeless romantic in me talking and you know what? It's also funny because me as a black woman, I expected all of that to happen to me in a predominantly white school, which not saying that that can't happen to any black woman. Maybe it's just me being like awkward and socially, um, socially awkward and weird and creepy. <laughs> I think all of those roasts just came, came out of nowhere. Like the self depreciation. Maybe it's also that that causes for me not to experience any of that but you know in a predominantly white school you like you don't really expect you know magic to happen it's a predominantly white school but I guess I do feel a little bit disappointed because you know seeing everybody um even some of my black friends too like get booed up and for just for just in time for the school year because um I do start school this week I feel like it's going to be kind of awkward too. Um, just be there and give romantic advice and sit with couples and you're just there <laughs> not relating to any of the things that you're doing at all. Like it's going to be definitely weird. So yeah, like that's what's going on with my life. Well, I guess that summary was to just you know, close in time that, you know, the hopeless romantic black woman, uh, the hopeless romantic anyone will soon eventually realize that the idea that romance is going to be just like this Wattpad novel or this archive of our own novel is not true. It's definitely not true. And that doesn't mean that you can't support fellow Wattpad slash archive of our own um, writers, that does not mean that. Keep reading them. Keep supporting them. It just means that, you know, at a young age, especially me when I was reading those books, I was like 14, don't expect life to be like a novel. 
at all because it isn't you might end up with somebody that's probably gonna be the weirdest most out of out of character person you'd ever seen and you might end up dating them boom crazy but in general i don't think that i mean me as a hopelessly romantic black woman is going to end up with the dude of their dreams so i'm just going to be open to interpretation like i don't have a type i mean i guess i do but like i don't think it's like really um like specified i don't care what race a guy is i don't care what ethnicity or culture they come from if they are happy nice and look like they give amazing cuddles that's my type and you know like at this point like i don't really care about any of the oh you must be this tall you must be have this much amount of six packs or whatever anymore because i don't have that option as a black woman to be dividing those things about you know different personality types uh different heights or whatever like i don't really have that option you know if you're like a woman like if you're a white woman for example you know you don't really you know you don't really have to worry about these things you don't have to worry about somebody not liking you for your race or not deciding to be with you because of the way you look you don't really have to stress yourself too much about romance and whatever you can make your own type and you can find him and you guys will be a happy couple but for me i mean if i made my own type let's say if i didn't care and or if i did care and i had this strategic type that he's gonna be this seven foot tall football player with amazing pecs like it's not gonna come to me like i'm gonna be disappointed because it's not really gonna happen that easily for anyone who has a type really it's not gonna happen that easily but for black women who have a specific type you're gonna have to take like years <laughs> to find your specific type and to have a good relationship and all that stuff all because society still sees black women as a threat or as just a problem in the world and it, it's still sad to think that way and obviously i'm not saying that black women can't have a type or black women can't choose what they're interested in for no i know that there are amazing sisters out there who could definitely find their own type doesn't need any requirement that and i feel like that's all about dividing yourself from the whole narrative that black women can't be loved or black women are the least desirable i feel like it's all into that perspective but for somebody like me who focuses on that 24 7 i feel like it's impossible for me to develop a sort of type without thinking like oh my god what if they don't like black women what if they hate me because of the way i look and i think that that's definitely saying something about our society like why can't black women be perceived as soft why can't black women be valued as a lovable person as a charismatic beautiful amazing person like it doesn't have to be the standard oh she's strong because she knows she's least desirable or it doesn't have to be like oh my gosh she 
is like a mother superhero like where is our like I don't know feminine aspects like it's nice to be perceived as strong don't get me wrong but you referring to black women as strong 24 7 especially when it relates to a topic like romance is telling me that oh my god you just think that this girl is strong because she's not loved by anybody and she goes on with her day knowing that like that's what it's giving me because all the time when people mention that black women are strong is always when it's talking about them being least desirable or them being hated (laughs) and it's just not right at all like why won't black women be perceived as soft and i actually did see i listened to a podcast um i can't remember i think it was like black feminist hotline and there was a topic specifically on this it wasn't really on um romance but just in general in society black woman is just the way that society brings about us it's like we're not even women at all like it doesn't matter like if there's different genres of black women out there they won't see us as feminine like feminine isn't on the list you could be i don't know let me list out randomness you could be a black woman that cosplays you could be a femme black woman you could be a masculine black woman you could be any type of black woman out there but people will perceive you with masculine traits but like what happens to the feminine traits what if i'm not strong all the time what if i'm not powerful all the time like what if i just want to wear pink or what if i want to dress girly but even so i'm treated like you know i'm a dude i can take all these things which that is um also like a false stereotype like not all guys can take you know everything that comes to them but you get what i mean like oh you're man enough like that is getting thrown at black women and i don't know it just sucks to think all that way see what i'm trying to say is that there's nothing wrong with being masculine and a woman a a masculine black woman like they do exist they're out there they're slaying I support them 100%. It's just, it's wrong when you think of every single black woman that exists and think, oh yeah, they're strong, they can handle this. Oh yeah, they they look tough. Oh yeah, they got the muscles. Oh yeah, looking very manly. Like, to like every single black woman that's out there. And I feel like even if some people like said that to like masculine black women, they would be like, okay, what the fuck? (laughs) Because it's just like, first of all, what makes you think that like this is a compliment? I, like I said before, nothing wrong with like being perceived that strong, but it's always when black women are put down that people say, oh yeah, you're strong. Like, it's just so dumb, honestly. So I feel like the world has something, something to do, some type of apology that they need to create for all the black women out there. I can remember specifically Serena Williams all the time because she is, yes, she has a strong build as expected because she's an athlete, but when she gave birth, people are like, oh my gosh, there's no way she can give birth. Look at her. She's so strong. She looks manly. 
it was like the most degrading thing I've ever seen and heard in my entire life because that it doesn't matter if they're athletic if they have a strong build or whatever this is still a woman she's still going through womanhood she is giving birth and you're just like degrading her and you're making her seem like oh she can't go through these things because of the way she's built it's just really sad when i remember when she was um calling out something it was like a foul or something and the internet just took it as her being a bitch and her being just like aggressive and rude and angry and it's just like maybe she has something to say if this were a white woman or if this were an asian woman or if this were a Latinx woman I hope I said that right Latina woman I mean they would get listened to I mean they that's what I'm assuming maybe not but like what I've noticed is when it's a black woman telling about these things or complaining it's seen as a negative thing it's seen as complaining it's not seen as oh Let me tell you that there's a mistake going on right here in this work. It's seen as, oh, she's complaining about this work and she's just being bossy and arrogant. Like, there's honestly something messed up with that. I guess my point is kind of rambled all over um, this episode because I just, I feel like I had to rant about that. But I guess my main point that I was trying to make with this episode is that black women... It's hard being a hopeless romantic black woman because society still sees black women as a type not to be weak, not to be loved, not to have feelings or emotions because we're supposed to be the strong ones. We're supposed to be the ones that know we're least desirable, but, you know, we don't get affected by that. We don't get upset by that. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with overcoming that stigma that we're the least desirable it's just that it would be false to say that all the black women out there don't get affected by continuously getting called that 24 7 like that type of stuff is damaging to mental health to anything getting told that you're gonna get picked last or you're not gonna get picked at all is damaging and Black women should have the chance at love. Black women should have the chance to be gushy, to talk about their feelings and emotions. They should be able to have a type. They should be able to experience romance and not have to worry about getting picked last because we're just as important and just as equal as all the other women out there. I still find it sad that people separate other people, like, their personality they don't even think about their personality to just separate other people based on the color of their skin in this century like the 21st century you would think that we're done with this but no we're not and it's kind of sad because black women we're the double minority we are women and we're black and it's not only that there are other black women who could be a triple minority they could be queer and black and they could be a woman and there are black women who feel 
who um, go through quadruple of this. They could be um, LGBT, they could be black, they could be woman, and they could be, you know, autistic or disabled. And it just keeps going from that. But what matters most is that we are black women. And it doesn't matter how much minorities we have in us. It just matters that people still perceive us as the same way. And that needs to change, definitely. Black women are not a monolith. There are many different black women out there. And as I mentioned before, there can be masculine black women. There could be femme black women. There could be nerdy black women, smart black women, dumb black women. It doesn't matter. What matters is that there's a variety of people out there. And you're judging them. You think one thing of them because of the color of their skin and because they are women. You think that just because we're black women, that we're aggressive, that we're angry, that we're this, that we're that, and that we have no experience of love. Well, I think that you're 100% wrong. And I think that all black women should experience love as everybody else in this world. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Swan Speak. I feel like this episode kind of got serious, but I do want people to listen to this word because this has been a topic that's been happening for centuries not even just years black women are still seen as you know they're still disrespected they're still seen as weak still seen as sometimes they're still seen as strong but not in the way you would think not in the positive correlation as you would think and i just feel like we need to respect more black women we need to start respecting and protecting black women we need to take that seriously And I feel like a song that would go well with this whole conversation is Mad by Solange. Because it pretty much summarizes basically everything that I said. Um, So I think you should go check that out. And go check out A Seat at the Table, the whole album, because that's probably one of my most favorite albums ever. With that being said, I hope that you guys have a lovely day. And thank you so much for staying tuned to this podcast. We'll see you next time.